You are tuned in to Kids in the Pit. Podcast. Today I'm joined by Popeye Vogelsang from the band Calling Hours. Thanks for letting me interview. Thank you for inviting me on. Really appreciate being here. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure you get this question a lot, but is Popeye your real name and what nationality is Vogelsang? Popeye is not my real name. My real name is Michael. You can also call me Mike. Um, take a preference. Uh, Vogelsang is German. I've been told that it means birdsong. And that's about all of the German that I know. Funny. Um, so how did Popeye uh, become a nickname for you? Um, I was kind of a shy kid when I was in school. And uh, we kind of moved around a lot. Um, but I discovered that I was pretty good at doing impressions on the playground. Because I the, the thought of me like going up to another kid and introducing myself just, it, it was like, no way I'm doing that. So I would just start doing goofy voices and uh, um, I used to be able to do a pretty good impression of Popeye the Sailor and uh, and then, you know, other kids would take notice and then that's what made them want to start talking to me. And then uh, um, other kids just started calling me the Popeye guy. And then when I started playing in punk rock bands, uh, everybody seemed to have a nickname. So uh, people just started calling me Popeye and uh, uh yeah I couldn't shake it nice uh can you still do a good Popeye impression no I cannot uh, my voice has dropped about 17 octaves since uh, I was in junior high school so I can't get my voice that high yep but it's funny though yeah. so uh what do you do in calling hours I am the lead singer allegedly nice. um it's a it's a little weird because uh I have not been a lead singer for a band and not also played guitar since around 1990. Um, wow. So most of the time, I don't really know what to do with myself when I'm on stage. Cause I don't have like, I don't have, I don't have gear. I don't have equipment. Um, so I, I just kind of resign myself to being the, uh, uh, the dumb singer who doesn't have any, uh, doesn't have any stuff to load in. Um, so how old were you when you started singing in bands and what other bands have you sang in? Um, first band I sang for was Farside when I was, uh, 19 years old. Um, we were around for about 11 years and then, uh, I sang, I co, I was the co-lead singer for another band called Your Favorite Trainwreck that happened in the 2000s. Um, and, uh, now I'm doing calling hours. Awesome. Um, so, so is, that's every band you've been in. Three. Uh, those are the bands that I've that I've sung for. Oh yeah, have you been in any bands uh, without singing? Uh, yeah, I was in a hardcore band uh, called uh, <laughs> Borderline. I think that was uh, right around 1989. Uh, I played guitar in a band called the Aquabats in the mid 2000s. You played with um, the Aquabats. Yeah. Oh, I've uh, I saw them opening for Less Than Jake. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now you're interested. Thanks, Gabe. Yeah. You don't care about anything else I did until I mentioned the Aquabats. No. 
Um, no, I only I I played for them for maybe like a year in the mid two thousands. Yeah, it was cool. And then yeah. uh, um, I, mean, I don't actually like like the Aquabats. I think it's just funny that they wear these crazy costumes and stuff. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, it was a uh, those costumes were not very flattering when you put them on. You know, when you're in your mid to late thirties and you're not doing your ab crunches, like they just it, it's not a good look. But uh, yep. you know, little kids fun. love it. little kids love it though. So <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a good time. Yep. So, what genre do you consider calling hours? I would call it. Um, post-hardcore music that guys in their 40s and 50s can do their best at possibly doing which nice. ain't much but we try our best and we we have we have to uh do a lot of stretching exercises and uh take a lot of ibuprofen so we can uh get through the night yep you gotta um you gotta make that like an acronym and make it a new genre yeah I, that was that, i know i gotta work on that you know, I don't. I don't even remember what you said. I just remember uh, post hardcore and forty year olds. Forty year olds. I think that's all you have to remember. Yeah. <laughs> you forget everything else I said. Yeah. Um. So most uh most important question of the day is your band named after the Bane song "Calling Hours." No, it is not. It is just a coincidence. Nice. So, are you guys before a song or after? Are, are, are we? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, Gabe. Did, did you guys uh, come after the song or before the song? Um, the song was in 2014, I think. Oh, we would have. Yeah, we would have definitely come after. I honestly, I didn't come up with the name, so uh, I I can't really, I can't really address that issue. Um, I just kind of went along with it. You know, there's five of us in the band. We try to be a democracy. So if everybody else says this is what we're doing, then you know then you, you just got to kind of roll with it. Yeah. And it's cool. Uh, it's a cool name for a song and a uh, band. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're wearing a Bane t-shirt, so obviously yeah. you want to ask that uh, question. I'm sorry. I don't have an answer for you, man. Yeah. I just don't know. Wait, so what does calling hours mean? Oh, it's um, after when a loved one passes away and they have a funeral service, um, they will, uh, they'll just, they'll put the body out into a place where everybody can just kind of view the body for one last time. And then, calling hours. Yeah. Those are the calling so hours. Maybe that's, uh, why the Bane song was called calling hours. Cause it was like their last album, like the band's done, but now they're back together. I don't think um... they'll be recording anymore. Maybe they will. Yeah, I know that I know they were playing some shows recently. Um no, they're they're a great band. You know? Yeah, um, they're awesome. Yeah, I I can assure I can assure everybody, including you, that we nobody was trying to rip anybody <laughs> off. Um yeah. I don't know those guys personally. Like somebody just like it suggested it, it as a band name and we just said, Yeah, it sounds cool. I mean it doesn't have to be ripping off. It could just be inspired, like it could just be named after the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like any kind of music or art in general, you're inspired by something. Sure. Um, you you take your influences away from other artists that you you know that you emulated, and uh, uh, 
So I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. you saying that uh, you don't think that we just ripped something off from Bane. Yeah, I mean, like when it comes to that, you usually can't. It's more being named after or it's just a coincidence. But yeah, very true. Um, so when did Calling Hours start? We started about one year and nine months ago. Uh, we were introduced through a mutual friend. Um, all of the other guys live in one area and they've known each other forever. Um, I did not know them, but they had heard about me and from my time in Farside. And so uh, they asked this mutual friend if we could you know, meet and, uh, and we just started talking and then we started making music together. Awesome. Not um, a very great, not a great story, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> was, I mean, now you're in the band, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it, it was almost like, it was almost kind of like online dating or something. It was just like, Oh, you know, this guy. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Yep, online, we'll get together. and we'll Online band. Online music making. That's pretty much yep. what it was. I mean, uh, me and some of my friends are starting to are trying to do a uh, band, but like we lived uh, very far like away. We have uh, two people in Baltimore, me in Delaware, uh, one person in oh, Florida, wow. and one person in Boston. But we all know each other in person. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I get it. It was, it was kind of that situation. Like we, me and the other guys, all live hours away from each other, but. Uh... Hey, thank God for the internet and being able to like send files to one another. And um... yeah, if like if it was like the uh the nineties, like you would have to like send you'd have to like mail them like something, right? Yeah, like literally mailing cassette tapes to one another. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Definitely. Yeah, no, for that's cool. That you, every... that's, that's really cool that you're uh, that you're trying to get something started though. Like uh, you know, but uh. Yep. You know, you got to go for it. So I'm do I'm doing one band with my friends in Delaware, but I'm doing, I'm trying to do one with all my, uh, with my friends that live all over the East Coast. Mm. And uh, I feel, I fill in with my dad's band or, or sometimes I'll just play uh, and they'll just have three guitarists, but um, yeah, sometimes I'll just play with them. It's really fun. Yeah. So you, you, you play guitar? Yeah. Is that what I heard? Oh, cool. I play guitar, drums, bass, and I do vocals. So you could literally be your own band if you wanted to. Pretty. I mean, sometimes I'll just record my own stuff, but oh, couldn't nice. play live. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be a tough uh, tough situation. But uh... I mean, there there are people that play guitar and like drums at the same time, but they can only they can't like have any toms or anything because like. There are these people that have like um a snare attached to like a kick pedal and then like a yeah um, a kick attached to a kick pedal I, and they'll have like a drumstick like taped to their yes. hat and go. I have seen those people and it's like that's really impressive, but you know, could you yeah. not find other musicians to like join you on stage? I don't know. Yeah. Um but I mean, uh, they can like sing too, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. No, that's really awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I can sing and play guitar, but I feel like three is a bit too much for me. Huh. And especially because drums and like guitar are so so much different. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I I I played drums for a few bands. I was always terrible 
but I just wow. I wanted to bang on stuff. So it was like, yep. If somebody had a fun. drum kit, then I was like, yeah, sure, I'll play, I'll play drums for your band. Just don't get your hopes up because it's going to be awful. Um, but I still kind of feel that way about my guitar playing and my uh, singing sometimes. But uh, uh, being able to go out there and like do it, you know, even if it's in someone's basement, it's like, yep. it's one of the greatest feelings in the world. Definitely. Um, I saw that Brian McTarn produced your new record. Uh, I'm really good friends with him. Uh, you oh, have no to say about the record? Uh, I'm sorry, what was your question, Gabe? Um, I saw that Brian McTernan produced the new record. Yeah. I, I'm really good friends with him. Do you have like anything to say about it? Uh, I have a million things to say about it. Um, no, that's that's great that you and Brian are friends. He and I, we have been friends for decades and uh but we never had the opportunity to work together um so we finally had this opportunity like we, we've always brian and i have always admired each other musically um but sometimes the stars don't necessarily align to give you an opportunity to um to do something together collaboratively and so this finally this finally happened and it was uh it was incredible. Like it was a big hug fest. Like we, we were just so excited to see each other all the time. And, uh, but we went into this record knowing that we're just going to let Brian tell us what to do. And we're just gonna, we're just going to let him take the driver's seat. And it was basically yep. like, we gave him like a, like we had plenty of songs. We had plenty of material, but then we basically just gave him a lump of clay and said, here, dude, mold this into something good. And yep, so uh, he just like, so you just had like riffs and stuff and he, you just had him like mash it all together for the most part. Yeah. Um, nice. And, and none, none of us had ever, none of us had ever had a, uh, a studio experience like that before. Um, all the bands that myself and all the other guys had been in, it was more like, you rehearse and you rehearse and you rehearse and then you go into the studio and you record it exactly the way you rehearsed it. Yeah. Um, but for the calling hours record, it was let's rehearse, but you know, keep the leash a little bit loose and, you know, get that person from the outside who can tell you like, eh, this not really working or make this part longer, make this part shorter. Yeah. I think, I think there needs to be a a mosh break in here or something, okay. or can you change the vocals? Can you add some additional lyrics? Can you get rid of some lyrics? And it was great. Um, and so we're, you know, we're, our, our record hasn't been out for very long, but we're already looking forward to uh, um, getting started on our next one with Brian. Nice. Uh, Brian to uh, told me to, um, uh, tell you, uh, wait, what did I say? Oh, yeah, ask, uh, ask you about Brian's cat. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he used to have a tuxedo cat that he, uh, that he named in my honor. He had a cat named Funny. Popeye. Yeah, he was a, he was a very a sweet cat. cat. I thought so. I mean, it's named after me. So what am I going to complain about? Yep. No, he was a sweet guy. Yeah, just a really funny name for a cat, Popeye. Like, 
You wouldn't expect a cat named to be named Popeye, but it's a funny name. Yeah, I was. I, I'll admit, I was. I was kind of shy when he told me, "Hey, I named a cat after you." And it's like, why would you name a cat after me? It's not even my real name, bro. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah it's a nice cat. Went to his went to his house when we were in D.C. on uh, the last Farside tour, and he let me hold him. And you know, I'm a big cat guy. My wife and I have uh, eleven cats the last time i wow. last time i checked a lot last time i checked who knows there might be more yeah they just multiplying they're just more and more yeah she keeps adopting them and uh i'm not gonna say no so yeah so i'm more of a dog cur uh, uh person but i like cats a lot um in where was it it was in kentucky it was right outside of cincinnati um we were following DRI on a few days of their Midwest tour. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Uh, we went to a cool, like, cat cafe there. It was really awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been to some, too. It's really yeah. nice. Because you, you can have a cozy mug of something hot, and then a cat will just hop into your lap. Yep. Pretty good. I love dogs, too. I've had I've had dogs also. But uh, uh, my wife is more of a cat person, and I just... Uh, I kind of married into that situation. Yep, I remember it was Covington, Kentucky. Oh wow! Yeah, I've never been. I've only yep. been to Louisville. Oh, one thing about um, one thing about Ohio is like, so the three biggest cities I've just noticed they started with a T. There's Cincinnati, there's Columbus, and there's Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Yep, just don't know yeah. why, but it's a lot of C's. Yeah, a lot of C's. Uh, I was actually I was actually born in Columbus. Um, my my family uh, they all grew up about an hour and a half outside of uh, Cleveland, so I'm I'm quite familiar with with Ohio. That's cool. You got to spend some time there. Yep. So, uh, what song off the new record should someone look up first? Curtain call. Um, that is. Uh, that was my attempt to write a love song for my wife. Nice. Did it yeah. turn out good? Uh, we're happy with it. Um, oh. My wife gave me a kiss on the cheek when I played it for her. So I guess, you know, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Means it's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'll make sure to check it out. Um, so what was the first punk or hardcore show you attended and how old were you? Oh, uh, I was, I was 14 and it was just this random show at a local community center, uh, in Orange County, California. I don't even know if I can remember what bands played, but I was scared out of my mind. Um, yep. and, uh, I, I'm still as scrawny as I was when I was 14, so... I just kind of stood in the back and just watched it. And yep. uh were you by yourself or with someone? No, I went with some friends and we had to, you know, we had to all lie to our parents about where we were going to be going that night. Um because yep. otherwise they wouldn't let us out of the house. Where did you guys uh, say you're going if you remembered? We would we would either just say, Oh, we're just gonna go to Denny's and get some food, or we were gonna go over to so-and-so's house and watch movies or whatever i mean at that time none of us none of us drank or anything so our parents knew that we weren't going to get into any trouble but if they heard that we were going to go to a punk show or a hardcore show 
that was not going to fly. So, um, yeah. you know, we would, we would still, you know, cause we were, we were underage and, um, you never knew it was going to happen. Um, and, uh, there were, there could oftentimes be, you would hear stories about all sorts of, uh, nefarious characters that would show up with, uh, with knives and guns and weapons and just were looking for someone to get into a fist fight with. And, uh, um, and we were, you know, we were scrawny little teenagers. So we just wanted to see some cool bands. Um, but, uh, you know, you had to kind of, you had to fib a little bit about where you were going and you, you watched each other's back and then, uh, you know, you made sure that you, didn't piss anybody off and yep. then you uh and then you and then you went home awesome yeah i've like heard stories about how crazy old punk shows used to be um yeah. but yeah I'm, I'm glad it's a lot safer now yeah it, it is it is great um one thing that i have learned um and definitely noticed over the years is that i think it's so wonderful that um that parents are so much more involved than they used to be and uh you didn't used to see your parents dropping off their kids at the show or even going into the show and it was fine because i'll tell you like in the like in the 80s if your parents dropped you off at a show like you were automatically the dorkiest guy there and you were probably probably going to get punched in the face for having your mom drop you off but then over time it's like oh your mom showed up that's really cool your dad showed up how awesome yeah Um, i mean it's like probably because in the 80s like that was the first generation of like hardcore like 70 like uh so i guess the first like earliest like hardcore was probably well punk i guess started in like the 70s like kind of late 70s right yeah, I think so. Yep. Um, but like that was the first generation of like punk and hardcore. So they didn't have parents that were into it. Yeah. yeah. So but my parents are into it because they got me into it. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then it just uh yeah, just, I, I think you framed that incredibly well. It's uh if you compare it to a lot of other styles of music, punk and hardcore is, uh, it's pretty young, you know, like there haven't, there haven't been that many generations that, uh, have experienced it compared to like, you know, blues or rock and roll or country Western music or stuff like that. So, uh, um, in, in my heart, it's, it's great to see, uh, so many new generations coming up. And, um, we, uh, my friends and I would talk about this kind of stuff all the time when we were in our twenties, like, what are our kids going to be like? Are they going to like punk and hardcore or, um, who knows if it's even going to exist anymore. And so it's, it's great that it still continues to evolve as a, as a community. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm glad it's still around it's uh hopefully makes it to a third generation yeah i'm sure it will yep wait so i wait 
So would I be the third generation of hardcore? Because there could be kids that were born in like 2000s that might have gotten into it from their parents. Right? If they... I guess... I don't know. I'm like 2.5. <laughs> because there's 2000s hardcore kids and then there's like 2010s, which is me, and then there's like 90s and 80s, so... Yeah, no, I, th I think as uh, I mean, as long there, as long as there are people who are into it, it will always it will always thrive on one way or the other. There's always going to be a new generation and then another generation after that, and another generation after that. It might, uh, you know, it might not always be popular, but it will always it will always it will always exist and it will always continue. Yep. Um, so what are some of your favorite bands to see live? Hmm. Um, well, the first concert, like big concert that I ever went to when I was eight years old was Earth, Wind and Fire. Nice. And, and that, that blew my mind. Oh yeah. Um, September, right? The song? Yes. <laughs> Good call. Oh man. Yeah. That was a crazy show. Um, yeah, at the forum in uh, Los Angeles, where the where the uh, L.A. Lakers used to play, it was yep. a huge show. My dad was a big fan, so he took us all there, and um, that was incredible. Um, I, think, I think how I heard that song, um, I think I was playing. Do you have you heard of Just Dance, the like game? Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, that was like a lot younger. I used to play that a lot. Um, and I, I think there was like a thing on it for September and I played it. Uh -huh. <laughs> so at, uh, at Disney world at the guardians of the galaxy ride. Oh, okay. I, I, I've, I heard it when I was like probably seven or something. Well, come on. You got, you have to acknowledge that it's a great song, right? Yes. Do you That's remember? Yeah. The first night of September. Yeah great song yep. um the other best show i ever went to and it's funny because uh uh my mom and i i'm i'm here at my mom's in california right now just visiting for the holidays and a couple nights ago we were talking about when we went to go see elvis costello and burt Bacharach, and we we were we were just reminiscing about what an incredible concert that was i was more interested in seeing elvis costello my mom has always had a long time crush on Burt Bacharach. So we were both satisfied. Um, but it was an it was an incredible show. Like they had this full orchestra. And uh it was one of those shows where I'm watching it and at the end of it, I just I like I was thinking to myself, why do you even try to play music, Popeye? Like <laughs> you're not gonna be that good. Like like those guys are musicians, you're just you're just a jerk with a guitar. Um, so that was that was an incredible show for me too. Yep. How how big was the place? Because Elvis. Different Elvis. Oh. <laughs> oh, Elvis Costello. <laughs> Elvis Presley. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh it was it was a big place. It was a huge indoor amphitheater. Um yeah, there was there was like thousands of people, you know. It was just a um yeah, and and everybody on stage was wearing tuxedos and 
everybody just looks so dapper and uh wow but they brought it it was just so incredible but, but like when you think when i hear the name elvis i think elvis presley right well he's also one of my favorites as well but um, very but yeah there are there are, there are two elvis or elvi if you, um, if you want. Elvis, elvis was definitely like he might have been at one point i mean at one point he was probably the biggest musician of all time right Maybe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he he was huge. Do 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 you like his music? Uh, I haven't heard it too much, but it's not really my style. Cause mm. like, it's, uh, gotcha. oh, that's cool. Just asking. Blues, kind of. I don't know. Yeah, you know, like one of the early uh, incarnations of uh, rock and roll. Yeah. Um. So, where is your favorite place you've toured in? Uh, there is no such place. Every, every place I've ever been to has its own unique quality. Um, there's always something cool or interesting you can find in any city, any city that you ever visit, um, including the people that you get to meet or people that you get to reconnect with, um, so I mean, it could be someplace big and metropolitan like New York or London, or it could be someplace like Boise, Idaho. But uh, there's 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 always something there's always something cool you can find. Um, and there could be ten people in the crowd, there could be a thousand people in the crowd. Uh, in my opinion, I've never felt like it's going to make the show any better or any worse depending on the city you're in or depending on how many people are there, how much money you make. So I'm sorry, Gabe, I cannot answer that question. That's fine. You have like a one that you like really enjoyed. It doesn't even have to be like the one you enjoyed the most, just a city that you really enjoyed going to. Uh, yeah. I always, I always liked, uh, I always liked being in London. Uh, yes. Probably just, because I like the way that people talk. Yep. Uh, Rob, you want some tea? <laughs> I might. You want to go have a kickabout? Yeah. I don't know what that. I don't know what that is. Um. You get a football. We go out in the park and we have a kickabout. Uh, oh. uh, you want to watch some? Uh, you want to watch something on the telly? Yeah, the telly. Telly. <laughs> Uh, so also my dad's band is playing it in uh england in april and so it's oh nice i don't i don't think there's a show in london is it um i th sheffield newcastle um and i think bristow and then uh-huh limith i think oh are you going uh, yeah, I'm going, and I'm uh, going to get to play guitar with them. Oh, right on. One of their guitarists has uh, vertigo, so oh, okay. uh, he's not able to travel very far. So mm, I understand. I this place for England. Cool. Have you, ever, have you ever been to England before? Yep, because um, in June, they went to uh, England. I, I went with, but like I didn't, uh, I didn't play guitar. 
Um, but yeah, it was really, it was yeah, really you were, yeah, you were just sitting at the merch table, not doing much. Yeah. I know the drill. Yeah. I, but I got to go to all these cities in England. I went to yeah. London, Plymouth. I also went to Wales and because they got asked to play a Newport show in the middle of the oh. weekend thing. So Man, I've, I've, no, I've, I've never been to, I've never been to Wales or Scotland or Ireland. I've always wanted to go. The show was cool, but it was kind of in a sketchy area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, gotcha. Yep. You like fish and chips? Mm, kinda. You can take it or leave it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I can eat it, but like, it's meh. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, yeah, when, when we were, when we were just there, um, recently, uh, one of our guitar players, Tony, he does so much research about everything. And so before we even crossed the border, he said, I found out that one of the top 10 fish and chip places in London is within walking distance of the venue that we're playing tonight. We're going. We wow. said, okay. Yeah. It was like, it was like, it was like a mile and a half walk. And, wow. he, and, he, and he was just like, he was like, all right, we're going now. And we just like, followed him he's our band dad yeah, every, we, every every band has a band dad tony is our band dad and we, he took us to an incredible place called dotties and we just like i don't i don't even think we have like i don't even think we have a um i don't even think we had fish and chips in england then but uh on that tour but i did um when me and my mom went to uh Czechia and uh, Hungary, and we had a layover in in London for a few oh, hours, cool. uh, uh, six hours, and then we flew to Hungary and Czechia, and then on our way back we had a twenty hour layover in London, so we just stayed the night, mm. uh, and we ate some fish and chips. It was pretty good, and then we went to Oslo, Norway, because we had a three day layover there. Oh, nice! But it wasn't exactly a layover, but it wasn't. Well, we made it a layover. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, I've really? never been. I've never been to Scandinavia either. You've been to a, you've been to a lot more countries than I think I have. I thought it was pretty well traveled, but uh, you're putting me to shame right now, bro. Wait, so I, if you count Wales, I've been to five because England, Czechia, mm. Hungary, Norway, mm. Wales. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, like. Four of those countries are countries I've never visited, so I think you're still. Uh, oh. I think you. I think I think you still uh, got the bomb on me. Doing good for twelve. Yep. <laughs> uh, pretty, so, pretty good for twelve. Yep. So, what is your favorite food? Is it spinach? Um, not necessarily. Uh, I will. I am the least fussiest eater that you could probably meet. I will eat literally anything that is edible. What if someone um, puts, like, um, if it's actual food, I will, I, I, so I will eat it or at least try it. Would you, uh, would you, so if someone, uh, took a Big Mac, fries, uh, Coca Cola, and milkshake, and a milkshake and put it in a blender. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Would you drink it? Yeah. I'd give it a shot. Would you not puke? That I cannot guarantee, but I would give it that a would shot. Be disgusting. The Coca Cola. Ugh. 
What the I big... don't know, man. I mean, it's, as long as I had a, if I had a place to lay down after I took a few swigs, then I'm yeah, I'll burger I'll chunks. Give it, I'll give it a try. Like, I mean, have you ever had a land sea air burger from McDonald's? No. Oh, okay. That's where that's when you get. It's a Big Mac, but it also has um, a chicken patty and a fish fillet inside. It's like this big. Never heard of that. So, yeah, it's a it's a it's an off menu item and a terrible idea, and you need a place to lay down after you have it. That's something that you do when you um, when you don't care about your self esteem and you just you just want to stuff your face full of the worst food possible. Do you uh, like special request them to put on the patties or do you buy a yeah. fish? Yeah, it's not it's not on it's not on the menu. You can you can from what I understand, I mean it's been a few years since I attempted one, but you can just ask for a Lancy Air Burger and they'll just give you this big mess of stuff. Lancy Air Burger? Land Sea Air. Yeah, the the, the cows come from the land. Uh, the fish fillet comes from the sea. The chicken comes from the air. Um, I, yeah, I haven't discussed this with many people because my wife is vegan, but she never listens to any podcast that I'm ever on. So I think I'm safe. Yeah. Uh, but secretly, I've had it a couple of times. I and, then, and, then, and then she'll text me and, and ask like, you said you were just going to the grocery store. You've been gone for like three hours. And I'm like, you know, and I'm passed out in the car because of the burger. Yep. Mom, uh, someday I just want to like not eat for like five hours and just stuff my face with that. I thought, <laughs> and see air. So much food, but it's so good. Oh, well, have you ever have you ever been to California? No. Hmm. So, I mean, do do you like burgers? Uh, yes, I love burgers. Okay, well, there's a place out here called In and Out Burger. Oh, I had. So I went to Texas because okay. mom uh went yeah my mom went to Texas for a few days with you know the band on Earth mm -hmm. yeah she went to uh she went with them and for one of the days on the tour me and my dad flew down um and we had In and Out and it was so good yeah we yeah, got cause... fries we got normal fries we got a burger and we got yeah, yeah. we got a drink I don't do we get a milkshake I don't so yeah real ice cream milkshakes yeah i just had one the other night i just went there the other night with my nephew and texted the other guys in the band and they were like oh we got to set up a, we got to set up some west coast sh shows just so we can come out there and get some burgers you get it animal style yeah uh oh that's the way to rock it man i need more yes, i know yeah and bring your uh bring your heartburn medication with you yep i just Okay, I want in and out. Mom, can we fly to Texas? <laughs> well, LA. Oh yeah. We're going to we're going to Japan and we have a layover in uh in California. Oh right on. I'm gonna eat in now. Well, hopefully you can find a joint that's close to the airport. <laughs> I see that excited look on your face. <laughs> I hope there's one in LAX. There probably is. <laughs> close. They're from California, so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a West Coast thing. So, is it just Texas, um, California, and Arizona? Pretty much, yeah. New Mexico. Um, I've heard I've heard that they're. I've read that uh, I've read some articles that they're going to try to like expand it into different places, but 
um, for the most part, it's in the western half of of the U.S. I I would love if they expanded it to uh, East Coast. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I know, man. I know. Get so, good and greasy. Yeah. So, what was your favorite movie when you were my age? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Nice. Uh, have we seen that? No. Okay. Did someone else say that or something? Because I. Maybe. I recognize the name. I don't know why. Well, it's Indiana Jones. Oh. You saw it. Yeah, that guy. Oh, that makes sense. So, <laughs> if you could have any superhero power, what would it be and why? I would like invisibility powers so yep. that I can disappear and not have to take care of my responsibilities funny and i can just come back later and be like no no i had to go somewhere but meanwhile i'm just like i'm just like sleeping in a corner somewhere but nobody can see me yep wait what if someone like stepped on you well i would you know i I would blame it on on uh, a dog or a cat or something yep um also you could get into every show for free just like walk backstage yeah that takes a lot of work though you know like you gotta drive you gotta find parking i mean i i I don't have flying powers i'm just i'm just invisible and you know i just uh take a nap and not have to do housework yep so what i would choose would be uh would be like a button so on google maps like just a button i drop a pin and i i'm there whoosh Oh, just like instantaneously, you're just in one place to another. Yep. Huh. I want to go to California. I want to grab some In and Out. Drop a pen right on an In and Out. That's that's pretty good. That's a pretty good superpower. What what would your what would your superhero name be? Uh. Button Man. Uh. uh, Press. Hmm. Mister Press. uh, Mister. Mister Press. (laughs) Mister TP. And it's not toilet paper, it's teleportation. Okay. Yep. I know yeah. teleportation is one word, but Yeah, you might want to work on the branding for that. Mr. T. Mr. TP. Because <laughs> well in Minecraft, like uh this thing called commands where it, like it's a certain it's pretty much like certain things. But if you want to teleport a person in mine like a player in Minecraft to you. You do slash TP, their username, to your username. Oh, okay. So slash TP. Gotcha. Yeah. Slash TP. Yep. Yeah. Mr. Slash TP. No. Yeah, you could, yeah, slash TP has a has a good ring to it. Yes. That sounds cool. Yep. So if you could tell your 12-year-old self anything at all, what would you tell him? Um, if I could tell my 12-year-old self... Hmm. What did I tell him? Uh, you're not quite as dorky as you think you are. Nice. But it's okay that you're a dork. Because I still think I'm a, <laughs> I'm the biggest dork in the world. <laughs> I'm definitely a dork, but being a dork is not a bad thing. Yeah, but I think when you're, but I think when you're twelve, you 
you you you think you think it's a terrible thing um i think it's a great thing well you don't always learn that when you're 12 so um yeah i should have told myself that back then it took me a while to come out of my shell and uh start to feel okay with uh who i am and be proud of who i am and uh you know still think i'm a dork but i'm a proud dork <laughs> uh so yeah anything to add for before we wrap it up like any shows or something um yeah we're trying to set some stuff up for, um on the east coast uh in early february and uh then we're gonna be going to europe in late may early june to play some shows in germany um not everything's confirmed yet um but uh that's about it uh we have we have music we have music videos we have t-shirts come yep. one come all <laughs> uh, come to them if they're in like philly or baltimore like new jersey or something yeah yeah uh i'll be sure to I'll, I'll let you know about it um we just we don't have anything again we're like kind of in the process of getting it all set up um but uh no, Gabe, I got to tell you, like, this has been like amazing getting an opportunity to talk to you and meet you. And uh, um, yeah, Brooke, thank you so much for uh, setting this up. And uh, it was it was nice getting to chat with you as well. Thanks for the thumbs up on camera. Yeah, um, the wow. yeah. I love being a dork. OK, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for, Popeye for joining me today. And thanks to all of you for watching or listening. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or follow me on Spotify and other streaming platforms. Until next week. Bye.